about to run a train on these chicken fingers. Nom 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 nom. Just let me know when we start the count. Well, well, the final well, countdown. While y'all are counting, I'm gonna get some cheesecake. You always going to get something eating. every damn time. <laughs> I'm about to get nasty with this. <laughs> Quit playing with your dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, ECFL? Welcome to another episode of The Elites. I'm your host, as always, Aaron1054. Got most of the original cast back again tonight, which is amazing. Um, Co-host of the most is Canes87. Gone. Ricky Bobby, a.k.a. Kickler10. Champions. Champions. The Manther, a.k.a. Cowboy Jim. This cheesecake so damn good. <laughs> and as always, ghostly Ted. The usual. As the always. Usual. He's always ghostly. Okay, okay. Always okay. ghostly. <laughs> so, I know Rick and I are doing very well. How is everyone else doing? Who knows? Yeah. Cowboy's probably good. Ted, you know. Cowboy's not like about to have an orgasm. <laughs> You mean, what do you mean about to? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> a little bit a little bit extra protein on that cheesecake. <laughs> okay. Ted, uh, how are you after your uh long playoff run and your end of the season? Uh, it is what it is. We'll uh, uh be back for that first season next season. How are you feeling with recruiting for the first time without Bear? Oh man. Um, we couldn't replace him. Can't replace a guy like that. But um, you know, uh, hopefully it'll be okay. So you're struggling, is what you're telling me? Yeah. Looks like he's been doing better than him. I mean, he's done <laughs> signed three. Yeah. yeah. Well, how are you? How is all season treating you? It is what it is. It is what it is. Kind of like that. Uh, the final pick'em sheet. I had to go check. You did update it. I'm surprised. Yep, finished tied. He did finish tied with Vegeta. You're welcome, Canes. Yeah, yeah, we that's saved all you I from needed. that. Yep. Ted finished second. Technically third. Me and Beard tied for third. Kickler fourth. And Cowboy last. Poor Ted finished second in uh. The leaderboard on the website, too. Yep. Cowboy, you, like, dropped off quick, fast, and in a hurry. Like, you were doing so good, and then you just, like, plummeted. Well, because I, I didn't make picks. That one, that 0 Oh, 7 yeah, hurt. I forgot about that. The 0 and 7. That's what got you. He would have beat Kickler. He would have. <laughs> Nobody tagged him. But he didn't. He would have. Let's see. What would his final record be if he just got – he was 72 and 43 – he only finished a game behind Kickler. Oh, yeah. He'd have smoked Kickler. But Nobody, he didn't. Nobody think, tagged him. I think on a technicality, uh, you sh- we should flip that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you could technically do what you want, but it didn't happen. Um, That's right. I got your ass next season. <laughs> we got to come up with a punishment next season for whoever comes in last. 
up the ante a little bit. Okay. I'm down with that. I'm good with that. Whoever loses next season has to get on and rap on a live that we do. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Calm down, JoJo. Come on now. They got a JoJo rap. This is inspired by JoJo. A JoJo rap. I don't even know. I can't. I can't. No, I can't rap. I'm way too white for that. <laughs> exactly. Just you better win. They're not finished last. That's why it's a punishment. I would That'd be some country rap, like Old Town Road. <laughs> oh, God. Aaron be like Jelly Roll out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's done flip the country too. So, anyway. So, yes, so, that's what we're doing. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm down as long as everybody Everyone else is. Everyone else down? Yeah. I mean, I ain't losing, so. Cowboy? Uh, I'd rather shoot my goddamn self. <laughs> 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 so, that's a I yes. Think- yeah, I think that's what's going to make it so good because nobody. It's going to be so terrible. If Cowboy loses, he's got to watch everybody else eat cheesecake on live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him watch me eat cheesecake. There's no telling what he'll do behind that screen. Oh, I'll be watching very closely. <laughs> be watching. Oh, now I'm out of cheesecake. Oh god! I just ate this whole goddamn pie. <laughs> Well, let's uh, hit on the Natty and the uh, App State comeback. Probably game of the year. That almost pissed me off. Like, yeah. we we almost got the comeback engine in the face. Because um, they turned it on in the second half. Like, it was an absolute – I thought we were just going to run away with it. I didn't think – that we would slow down like we did, but it absolutely, we come to a complete halt and uh, I started pouring it to us there for a while. I was worried. I'm not going to lie. Well, it was one of those where, you know, our offense started out hot and defense, other than giving up the, um, the bomb on that first drive to Carr was looking great, which he burnt Sandman over and over and over and over. But, um, other than the beginning, though, that first drive, we looked great. And it sucked in a way because you had that that feeling the whole time that seen it time and time again with NCAA that a comeback's going to happen at some point. Yeah. And when our offense started stalling out, it kind of felt like only a matter of time. Luckily, we were able to capitalize at the end and get the field goal. But Yeah. It was a really good game to watch, though. I mean, it was. It was fun. I hope it was entertaining for everybody else. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I saw that lead, and I was like, yeah, they won. I got off, and then I jumped in. I'm like, what the hell happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad I you was... jumped back in. I mean, in the end, you know, you always for the league, you want a, a good national championship game. So it was better. Last turned out in the ever end. Had. Yeah. yeah. Last year they blew us out. Yeah. Like it wasn't even fun. I mean, it was a complete blowout from kickoff. Yes, it was ugly. Like we couldn't do anything. And I was confident in our defensive playbook, um, or play uh, calling or whatever. I guess our um, game plan. I guess. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, 
offensively, I never expected it to look that good at the beginning. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, I thought I'd say it was going to be tough for anyone to take down after they blew us out. But um, no, you guys, uh, playoff kick, we did it again, unfortunately. <laughs> Number four. And now Tulane is off to the seas. Tulane is no more. I mean, what better way to let them ride out into the sunset? They are. Now we've moved way north. They just need it hot with an air raid book. Do what? You just need to get pushed to an air raid book and get hot on offense. Seems Seems how it always happens. We get to pick last again, so, you know. Yeah, gotta love that. I think, uh, although picking last, I mean, I can't, I guess I can't talk crap about it because pick last what for like three or four years in a row and then you've won four four natties picking last repeatedly. But it does suck. Good teams find a way. I get to pick 16th again. I couldn't get my um, OK State book this season. Got screwed over. You had the best book in the game. Shut up. No. I'm done with that. You picked 8th and complaining about your book. And Oak State was in the <laughs> Oak State was available. OK, Beard. <laughs> yeah, because App State took him last. Yeah. Ted, I like your playbook draft uh, prediction and recap, so I'm going to need that again this season. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it's good. It's getting predictable. (laughs) But is it, though? Yeah. I'd say so. Well, who, who, uh, when do you get a pick, Ted? When do we get a pick? Probably, hopefully, like 10th. No. Uh, no, you later than made that. the semifinals, right? So you'll be picking one of the no, last wait. four teams. Yeah, so you'll be 16th. No, you'll be 15th. No, no 16th. No, he'll be 16. Well, so yeah. I get to move we'll up be 18. Apple will be 17. UCF 16. ULL 15. Yeah. ASP 14. Yeah, because yep. I'm the highest of that group. So <laughs> I move up two spots. Cowboy, you uh, drafting the Navy again right off the bat? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't have a quarterback. Or <laughs> yeah, well, you were right. Uh, we did end up with uh, Houston again. That was your second title, was it? Yep. I don't even. I don't even like that book. It's ridiculous. The one thing I like about it is it does not throw wide receiver screens. Every now and then you'll see like a little bubble screen, but never the the straight wide receiver screen that people pick off, which I feel like we didn't see a lot this season. No, no even without a uh, wide receiver screen patch or anything. Sure, we saw the uh, halfback screens and they're annoying, but they don't completely change the game like a intercepted wide receiver screen for six does. There were hardly any, yeah, wide receiver screens, and there were plenty of people in air raids and stuff. So that was 
yeah. One thing that was nice to see. Yeah. Not sure Kansas. why the change, but... Kansas was the uh, second coach to go undefeated with Cal. Respect. <laughs> Wait, did you guys go undefeated with a two-kicker? No. We've never been... We, we've never gone undefeated. Well, I mean, we did with the Navy book. We went undefeated in the regular season. And then mm-hmm. lost conference championship and then went through the playoffs. I didn't think we were going to go uh, undefeated with Cal. Because it was struggling for a while. Yeah. Y'all look so good all year long and then just... I don't think we did. I think uh, your defense did, though. Your, your defense, defense looked good. Really Offensively, good. y'all were... We did not have the same offensive season. I mean, Jack James played better, but he... He wasn't Dane Jones, and Tamari had a good season. But I just we, – we were never consistent on offense. Y'all did have a bunch of uh, close games, I feel like. Against teams we shouldn't have. Your defense did carry you, though. I will tell you that. be interesting this year. It's been the best defense the last few seasons for sure. Yeah, which what App State's defense surprised me. They've they had a really good defense, but their offense has been explosive the past two yeah. seasons. Yep, like super explosive. I don't know what Vegeta did or if it's even him that's doing it, but they figured something out with they car effect. Them jokers score some points. Doing it with the pro style too, both seasons, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Hawaii a lot last season. This season, Hawaii, then USC. USC. Yeah. I don't remember what he ended. Last season, he ended with Air Raid, and he went pretty uh, crazy with the general Air Raid last season. Generic Air Raid, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, they were were hanging 40 every game with that Air Raid last year. Yeah, we tried it, and it sucked for us. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't make any sense. We were basically built the same exact way they were last year. And if not a little bit better at wide receiver than they were, and we couldn't make it do shit. I mean, and they they lit the scoreboard up. The only game it did anything was uh, against Cowboy. Yeah. What happened? (laughs) (laughs) He's in a cheesecake coma. (laughs) He didn't even know we were still on. I know, right? Quit playing with your dinghy. Still hungover from his 30th. Well, I mean, and and to say that, UCF and Ted, y'all, I don't know if you just decided to start simming midseason, but your offense (laughs) took off too. Started putting it in DJ Boone's hands more. I mean, your your offense, uh, I mean – I'm not saying y'all were terrible at the beginning of the year. Y'all just weren't as productive as you were the second half of the season. No, but I mean, first six games or so, we had to play what? TCU, App State, and Arizona State. Yeah, y'all had a gauntlet. Yeah. Um, but no, we look better. I think it's a lot of it's the O-line, just getting that run blocked up. I always struggle until my O-line gets good. Yeah. Well... I, I enjoyed this season. Um, it was nice to see some of the bottom-tier teams or the used-to-be bottom-tier teams like Ole Miss and stuff like that, you know, completely turn it around and almost make the playoffs. Uh, 
that's always fun to see. It keeps everything interesting that way too. Uh, a lot more upsets this year than I expected. Um, we'll keep getting more parity in there. Yeah. I'm mad to agree. It feels like this season there, it was a little more wide open. I know obviously the same two from last season made the national championship, but I truly felt, you know, when we went to the playoffs, we talked about on the live show, I think it was Fresno state had a chance that everyone felt, mm-hmm. you know, they were a top three team for most of the season. Um, you know, UCF was looking really good. Arkansas had just bl- blown out App State, and they beat us in the regular season. So there was teams you felt like could make the run. I mean, you had the number 10 seed make it to the Final Four. Exactly. Yeah, UL yep. knocked off two of the ones that I just mentioned. So there were definitely chances for it. It just, in the end, didn't happen. But overall, you had a San Diego State team that improved as the season went on and just had some – tough close losses um you know at times maryland was knocking on the door of some wins like you mentioned old miss um the bounce back that they had this season it it truly felt like uh i mean well you we didn't even mention like army or no one army tcu now army um you know they had a pretty solid season as well so yeah running the triple o it was it did not feel near as predictable as a season ago did. For sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think we have um, – I know there was some coach coaching changes and stuff, but I think, I think this year may be even better with the coaches that have taken over some of these teams that – There's only um, one. Well – Dick Dastardly taking over at UTSA. Um, and then last year, where there was a couple of changes, um, along with this this year's one team, excuse me, um, I think it gets even more competitive because I think some of these coaches that have come in last season and this season are going to be a little bit more involved than some of the coaches that, uh, that left. I think that – not to say that those coaches didn't care or anything, is something I'm saying. I think that – Thank you, are. Well, I'm, I'm saying the newer coaches. I think they're going to be trying to prove themselves. So I think it'll be even more interesting this year. Some of the coaches from C- that were new this year started figuring it out, you know, late in the season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. I think it's you know, just more of the off season coming up, you know, as they got to um, – you know, rebuild on talent and make sure they're ready for next season. Should be even more competitive. But, you know, this is where you get those guys to compete next season. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're uh, looking at uh, another, another good season and um, I hope everybody buys in and continues to support the league and enjoy it as much as we do. I hope anyway. <laughs> but uh what uh what are we gonna talk about next? Um you wanna move to Elite, all elite? Yeah, man. He's a host. Maybe, maybe. Let's move <laughs> let, let's see who wins all elite. Yeah, go with all elite. Some of us are in the background. 
Who's watching Indiana Jones? Oh, I am. Oh, my God. I'm surprised y'all couldn't hear that. Not turning you really just say fucking Indiana Jones. It was Indiana Jones. I don't care. Sounded like Superman. I, feel, <laughs> I thought I heard Superman at first. I'm not going to lie. What else? Okay, we're fucking voting. Lost it. There it is. Okay, so 80, 84 votes. It's not bad. I didn't get to the 100 I wanted, but we take what we can get. So, we're going to start off with Coach of the Year. Nominees were myself, 11 and 2, undefeated regular season, number one all season to the playoffs. You got resolving of Ole Miss, 5 and 7, took over winless team, missed the playoffs by one game. Ted, ten and four conference champs, number one seed in the playoffs, and five win turnaround. Uh, Vegeta, twelve and three runner up and number two's team all season. Slater, nine and four in his first season at Arkansas, conference champs and number two seed in the playoffs. And Kickler, we're gonna divide Kickler into regular season Kickler and playoffs Kickler. Not, not really. Eleven and three, and and ECFL champs. I voted for dissolving. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I actually I clicked on Kickler, obviously because I'm a homer, and yep. we did we did win the Natty, and we made a run. It's and- a six seed. Yeah, it, it did look good. But like I told him the other day, actually, I think I heard his feelings when I told him I didn't vote for him yesterday. Uh, I, I looked at Ole Miss being o, o for the century last year and absolute shit show. And then this year, we're one game away from the playoffs. So that's why I voted that way. I really um, – I could see Slater winning this. You voted for yourself, Hush. I think I did, but um, at the same time, uh, actually, I don't remember. I can't remember which one I did because one I did and one I didn't. Um, but um, I, I mean, I could see Slater winning and deservingly so. First time coaching, knocking off App State in the conference championship when they were riding high. You know, no, he had a great season. Yeah, that's my vote for sure. I mean, all those coaches who have been coaching for like a long time now, and he just comes in his first season and. Um, dominate is wild. Well, for second place, you could pretty much put four people in second place as they finished with three of them finished with 14 votes, one finished with 15. I finished dead last. <laughs> fine. <laughs> I won it last year. <laughs> no, that's so, funny. coming in actual second with 15 votes. Was Slater of Arkansas winning Coach of the Year with twenty five votes? Unfortunately, is Kickler, mm. <clears throat> Vegeta, Ted, and Dissolving all had fourteen. Damn, appreciate Damn. y'all. Voters. That was a really close race. Besides Kickler, let's go to really it should have been because you could make cases for everybody. I mean, that was yeah. a really really solid list. Team of the year, 
basically is the same teams that were up for Coach of the Year, Tulane, App State, Central Florida, Arkansas, ASU, and Ole Miss. No TCU? What'd they do? They're pretty, they're pretty decent. They're okay. I don't know. If you put TCU, you got to talk Fresno, too, at that point. Like, you got people in cases over. So, I mean. Sure. Basically, it was regular season one and two, playoff one and two. You had Ole Miss with the rebound season, and you had Tulane, who's the champs. That's fair. Who you got, Cowboy? Cheesecake. I I went Ole Miss on this one just because of the turnaround. I do feel like I voted for Arkansas on this one. I think that's what – when Aaron and I were talking about the other day, I think that's what I said. I think I went ASU undefeated. Well, from one regular season champion to another. Yep, yep. I voted for us. Homer. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, if you win the Natty and you come out of the sixth seed after taking three L's in the season and changing playbooks, um, I think that's I think that's pretty worthy. Which this squad was a lot of fun. It was um, fun. The same also, squad you had last year. It was, and they just got that much better this season, and – this senior class, I've mentioned it before, they were four for four making the national championship and, and won three of them. So it'll be hard to ever top that. All right, so this voting was a little bit more spread out. Um, coming in second, nobody said it, Appalachian State with 18 votes. They should have. You mean common friends? And then coming in first, and honestly, this seems to go hand in hand with Coach of the Year. Coming in first with 38 votes was Tulane. Mm. I guess people only are looking at like who wins the national championship, but and appreciate it, guys. But Cow- yeah. Cowboy was one of two votes for Ole Miss. Arkansas, Arizona State, Ole Miss were at the bottom. Those are the three names that were mentioned. How many? How many did Arkansas have? Eight. So I was one of eight for them. Got Ted it. was one of six for ASU. UCF See, had twelve. That's where I that's where I flipped. Is I I voted dissolving for coach of the year because you know I thought you know turning around was bigger, but I did I did vote us for team because I thought our team our team was team of the year. All right, let's head over to. Offensive freshman of the year. This is going to be fun. This is easy. Yep. The this, num- should, nominees. this should be a runaway. <laughs> nominees yeah, were Spooky Willows, receiver UTSA, John Smith, wide receiver Ole Miss, quarterback Eric Longarmer, San Diego State, and halfbacks Geno McFly of Texas Tech and Braden Johnson of Oregon State. Yeah. Braden. John Smith. Braden was good, but yeah, John Smith on another level. John Smith. Cowboy. Uh, I can't remember who I voted for this one. <laughs> there was only one right answer. <laughs> was there, though? Yeah. Well, coming in second with 17 votes was Gino McFly. 
And coming in first with 38 of the 84 votes, John Smith of Ole Miss, 90 receptions, 1,736 yards, and 16 touchdowns. Only 38 votes. I was about to say, the fact that he only had 38 votes is crazy. That was 45.2%. Yeah, that should have been a landslide. The dude averaged almost 20 yards of reception (laughs) for 90 receptions. And you're telling me he only got 38 votes. <laughs> Should have been the landslide. Gino with 17, Braden with 15, Long Armor with 12, and poor Spooky had two. That's crazy. Now to defensive freshman of the year nominees Malcolm Ali, UCF, Winner. Bo Cannon of Ole Miss. McMaple Bacon, Arizona State. Who? Arkansas's Brute Banner. And Virginia Tech's Thomas Noble the second. To me, this was a two-horse race, and it was the first two you mentioned. But I still, yeah. went, I still went with Ali. I think I went Ali. I think I did. I, I, had, to go with, I had to go with Ali for sure. Love the league of picks, over 100 tackles, TFLs and sacks are there. As a true freshman. Yep. Cowboy? Uh, again, I don't remember who I picked on this one. <laughs> Damn it, Cowboy. What's he on here for? I, I went on. He's in a cheesecake coma. He eats his cheesecake and then he gets all fucked up. <laughs> I went based off stats. I don't I don't pay attention to the names. What's, what's in that cheesecake over there? I, I don't give two shit what the name is. I don't know <laughs> Well, you could look at the name when you look at the stat and be like, okay, that's who I voted for. Yeah, well, I did that like, what, a week ago? I don't remember. <laughs> Kattens, did you vote for yourself? No, yes, I didn't, you did. I didn't yes, vote. You did. I never vote. Okay. Right. I'm proud of you. Part of the problem. All right. So, <laughs> well, hell, even if I would have voted for myself, it wouldn't have mattered. You'd have been mm. the only vote? No. <laughs> I'd have hit double digits. Oh shit! Coming nah, you in, had a good season. Coming in second. Yeah, I had four forced fumbles. I was leading the league. Mm. Most sacks out of anybody on the list. Mm. Not bad. That's it. So coming in second with seventeen of the eighty-four votes. Bo Cannon of Ole Miss. Coming in first with 45 of the 84. Strong safety, Malcolm Ali of UCF. 120 tackles, 23 tackles for loss, six sacks, seven interceptions, seven pass deflections, and a touchdown. Yeah, he had a hell of a season. I'm surprised yeah. this was more spread out than the offensive player of the year. Or fresh yeah. still. Yeah, you said two-horse race, but it was still, what, 28 yeah. votes piece. I mean, both Cannon had a great season. I don't remember oh, his yeah. next stats, but... 136 <laughs> tackles, 26 yeah. tackles for loss, four sacks, a pick, and three pass deflections. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Was he a safety or a linebacker? Linebacker. linebacker. That's what I thought. And, you know, Brute Banner, you know, he she had, he had, however you want to do it, with Katie. Uh, 52 tackles, 26 with 11 sacks, and then Thomas Noble had 113 tackles at cornerback. Crazy. All right. 
Offensive Player of the Year. Mm. And this is where the voting gets interesting. There's these last three. Did quarterback win it? Your nominees. <laughs> quarterback Zaire Augustus. Quarterback Dan Norse. Halfback Davin Brewer. Halfback DJ Boone. Wide receiver John Smith. Wide receiver Ben Blazon. And tight end Tanner Baxter. And for those who want to know how they were picked, it was the top two vote getters at each position from ECFL All Elite. Seemed like the only fair way to do it. If you guys are voting them as All Elite, then they had good seasons. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Personally, I think I went with DJ Boone. Um, even with two of my guys up there. I'm pretty sure I went DJ Boone. I think that's who I voted for too. I went, yeah, I went with my guy, but I wouldn't be surprised if a QB gets it, or even John Smith. John Smith, someone that I feel like snuck yeah. in there to win it. the The QBs, I don't think had good enough seasons to win this season, but I don't think so either. But I mean, we'll see. Cowboy, you still don't know. No, like I said, I don't look at the things. You're not giving me stats. You're... That's good content there, Cowboy. I mean, you could just say, like, I think this person should win. Just make shit up. Pretend yeah. you get free cheesecake if you answer. <laughs> he said he didn't need it all. Yeah, it's all going. So... First place to fourth place were separated by six total votes. Damn. That's awesome. You had Tanner Baxter with three, Dan Norris with five, Ben Blazin with 11. Then you got 20 votes, 16 votes, 15 votes, 14 votes. So coming in second with 16 votes was Davin Brewer of App State. Coming in first was quarterback Zaire Augustus of Arkansas. 489 of 657, 4,815 yards, 34 touchdowns, 15 picks, and then 222 yards on the ground and five touchdowns. Hmm. Well, don't get me wrong. Zaire had a great season. Not trying to take anything away at all. My personal opinion. DJ Boone or even John Smith should have won it. Or even but Devin Brewer. Even Devin, Devin Brewer. Brewer had 29 I mean, touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. This didn't feel like a QB-led league this season. I guess that's why I'm skewed in that thinking. Again, congratulations, Zaire. Not trying to take anything away at all because out of the QBs, definitely had the best season. Yeah. No, I he just, has good. He had a great career for sure. Definitely. DJ finished third and John Smith was fourth. Congrats, Rusty. All right. Let's head to Defensive Player of the Year. This one, a little bit more spread out, but top four were separated by 10 votes. You have Manuel's son of San Diego State. Kaiser Washington of Tulane, 
Yogi Barr, Arizona State, Bo Cannon, Ole Miss, Bill Whitman of Arkansas, Zumi Anderson, Arizona State, Malcolm Ali, Central Florida, and Najee Wyatt of UTSA. I really think I might have voted um, Malcolm Ali again. Which one is this one? Defensive, Defensive player, player of the year. year. Mm. It was tough. Like this season, I feel like the voting was one of the toughest we've had. I want to say Ali, but I can't. I I can't remember. I can't remember on defense. I remember offense. I don't remember defense. I'm sure Ted took Malcolm Ali. This is bad for me, guys. <laughs> I mean, he was up there for everything I had to. But, I don't know. Zumi was definitely up there. You... Well, here's where it, what surprised me. The leading vote getter from East CFL All Elite was, was Najee Martin. Wyatt. Yeah. For Defensive Player of the Year, though, he only got two votes. <laughs> what the hell? Of the 84, so I don't understand it. Okay, so coming in tied for second with 14 votes apiece, Kaiser Washington of Tulane and Manuel Son of San Diego State. Proud of Kaiser. I, I was really shocked when he led all cornerbacks. Not that he didn't have a great season. Um, and then now to be second defense player of the year. K Dubs is one of those that you gotta give him credit. He came in with us as a slot cornerback his freshman season, like C B three, knew that was his role that he wasn't gonna get a ton of playing time. And you know, most people want that instant gratification. And he was cool with it. And I think he had that position for what, two seasons before finally moving outside and actually getting to be one of the stars. So I'm glad to see that patience and all like pay off for him. Better career than Kobe Kickley. Definitely. Facts. <laughs> I was I was still surprised those two were ahead of Yogi Barr, you know, being from Arizona State. I mean, yeah. 136 tackles. Yeah. And you know, he was he he was a difference everywhere. He had two picks, he forced two fumbles, recovered two fumbles. Eight pass deflections. He he was there, the star, you know, between him and Zumi, and that's probably what hurt him, splitting the votes. But yeah, you know, I figured, you know, Zumi had a great season too, but I still feel like you know Yogi as a senior, and he had, he just he showed out every game. But the winner is freshman Malcolm Ali from Central Florida. 120 tackles. I already did his stats, so. (laughs) No, he deserved it. I mean, he had a great season. He did. Yep. All right, let's go to the number one award, Elite Player of the Year. And this one, I'll say that... The top six were separated by four votes. Wow. Yeah. Your nominees, Yogi Barr, Arizona State, Bo Cannon, Ole Miss, 
Manuel Sun, San Diego State, Najee Wyatt of UTSA, Malcolm Ali from Central Florida, Tanner Baxter of Tulane, John Smith of Ole Miss, Zaire Augustus of Arkansas, Devin Brewer of App State, and DJ Boone of Central Florida. I don't remember who I voted for, um, to be completely honest. Um, but if you want to talk about all like elite player of the year, so elite player of the year to me is not just about stats. It's also um, who was the best player in the who league. Is, well, who is the best player in the league? But also, I kind of look at things to like the biggest impact for their team, yeah. and also like were you an active person? You know, like the Heisman is supposed to have the community aspect or whatever that we all know it doesn't, but it's supposed to. So I kind of like think about that as well. Like who was an active person, did well in the like league chat, talking it up, always good sportsmanship. I would like to see John Smith win it. I agree. John Smith did it on the field. He helped Ole Miss's turn around by dominating. He grinds on the freaking recess and everything. He busts his butt. Like you said, with the recess, the dude's always positive in league chat, talking it up. Uh, Called a couple games. He didn't get the call anymore, but you know, he, he got in the booth. If they had made the playoffs, it would have been because of John Smith, for sure. Exactly. I would agree with that. But did you vote for that? I don't remember. Ah, I want to say... I might have went with Baxter. I mean, Baxter had a huge impact too. Easily and and, and yeah, and I think that's why I went Baxter. Um, I, I knew John Smith was obviously freshman of the year, hands down, not even close. And and could and has a very good case, just like Kickler said, to be player of the year. I mean, great case. Great, you know, everything's great. I think I went Tanner strictly because it's a tight end in a mix with quarterbacks, halfbacks, running back, you know, all skill guys. And I'm not saying tight ends aren't skill guys, but, you know, tight ends don't shine like running backs, quarterbacks, and some of these other guys do. And I think that's kind of why I went toward – because for us, he was our workhorse. You know, he was the guy that – if we needed something, he was there. The new uh, El Jefe. Yeah, exactly. Just like El Jefe. Yeah, I mean, I truly never thought we would have another tight end as good as El Jefe. And not that Baxter's there yet, but... He's a different kind of tight end compared to El Jefe. He is, but like this season, he he had that receiving season like El Jefe would. Ted, where'd you wind up going? I think I might have went with Boone, but I'm really close between him and John Smith. I was a little biased during these uh, awards. I'm not even gonna lie. We uh, we win awards here. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since the, since the top six were so close, I'm gonna give the top six. Okay. So fifth and sixth place both had ten votes apiece. They go to. Malcolm Ali and Tanner Baxter. Third and fourth each had 12 votes. It was Zaire Augustus of Arkansas and John Smith of Ole Miss. 
Coming in second with 13 votes, Davin Brewer of Appalachian State. And coming in first from Central Florida, DJ Boone. All right. Man, that was tight. Mm. So to recap real quick, your coach of the year was Kickler. Team of the year was Tulane. Offensive freshman of the year, John Smith. Defensive freshman of the year, Malcolm Ali. Offensive player of the year, Zaire Augustus. Defensive player of the year, Malcolm Ali. And elite player of the year, DJ Boone. There you go. That sounded bad. I don't think anyone can argue with people winning. I mean, surely, like we did, we can make cases for other people. But everyone that won... Felt Everyone that was nominated, I mean, could be a winner too. So, right, yeah. this this felt like one of the closest seasons as a whole that we've had with it. Yeah. All right. I would agree. I think it was a it was a good year. You didn't have that one player that just took everything it was spread out rather evenly some of the freshmen's outperformed some of the you know some of your veteran players which was usually doesn't happen but that goes to show you a lot of these folks you know talk about upgrade and stuff like that a freshman outperforming the majority of the including my wide receiver who i've had four years to upgrade and stuff like that. And you had a freshman, like y'all said, who kills recess and all these other things and gets to do all this upgrading and doesn't cost any money. It's magic. It's magical. Bring back the freshman cast. Bring back what? Freshman cast. Oh, <laughs> freshman cast. You shut your mouth. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with position caps. These position position caps work better. Yeah, I think pretty well. As long I mean, as we don't have DNs hawking down running backs and everything will be okay. Well I do think like defensive line may have been the most effective position. Um I don't know if it's directly related to caps or what, um with like the sack numbers and all. But overall like like we talked about it on a couple of the podcasts, league wide the stats looked more realistic if you compare yeah. to true NCAA stats. And I feel like that's what we're going for is more realism. And these caps seem to bring more realism to the league. Yeah. Just going against like a 99 everything speed defense is like insane if you're trying to get a plan on offense. And I think that's what also brought some more of the parity to the league that allowed some of these other teams to, you know, play better. You look at our team, you know, Contrary to the belief, I'm sure of some people, we don't have 99. We may have 99 overalls, but a lot of our players are not even to caps. And, you know, you can win without it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just got to have the lucky sim. The lucky sim. I've said it. You got to get that one sim. Hey, Baylor almost had that lucky sim uh, against Arizona. That's right. I don't mean nothing. Arizona's not even in the league, and they almost beat them. <laughs> Arizona State. 
my oh my you lay off that damn cheesecake there bro ham <laughs> um i do want to give uh Fozzie a shout out though for the caps um he's the one that did the leg work trying to find out um the bitching who... you mean no he's actually the one that like, looked at the <laughs> the last i think he went over the last 10 years of nfl combines um damn and took like the top x number of each stat or attribute that would have been geared towards speed, acceleration, strength, agility. And then he compared it to what the Madden, Madden rating would have been for those players, I guess, like their rookie season. And kind of gave us a generalized idea of where the caps potentially should be. I mean, obviously we tweaked a little bit, but... They're pretty spot on. We would have never even gotten to that point without what he did. So definitely yeah. a big appreciation to what Fozzie did. Thanks, Fozzie. Maybe, <laughs> ne- maybe next year we won't throw 866 interceptions. He's LJ for sure. It's crazy how many he threw in the end zone against us. and Dude, it was crazy. Three in the freaking end zone against y'all. It was so crazy. It's crazy because you guys have like money mills in these same playbooks and they just look different for sure. Completely. We actually joked with them that like they look different, but which Fozzie was a uh, smoke was a uh, pocket passer this season, whereas yeah. money was always balanced. Um, but, you know, money always threw like two interceptions a game. Still, it yeah. felt like, and he would always throw one to a linebacker, and and smoke turned around and continued money's tradition of throwing interceptions to linebackers, almost yeah. every game. Yeah. Well, hopefully next year he'll tighten that up. Hopefully, maybe he just needed to move up north. No, no they're going with the same playbook next year. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, you like to say that we always pick something random to begin with, so. Yep. Maybe we'll do it again. Probably. Start with another two, two-lane type playbook. North Dakota State's playbook. <laughs> I already know what I'm doing. What are you doing, Ted? What are you doing, Ted? I didn't tell. Come on now. You already know what you're doing. I would just leech off of who has good offense and steal their books. So you going to Houston? Nevada. Two-time national championship <laughs> UTSA has to take Nevada. I would be very disappointed if they don't. And yeah. then if they don't set the record for passing yards in a season. You hear that, Bear? Dick Dastardly, you must take Nevada. That was your condition of becoming coach. It's the rules. Is anyone going to take triple option next year? I have a feeling Beard might go with it again. I don't think he, nah. he, ain't, I don't he think he's going to. He ain't got Watson, though. I don't know if anybody will. I think it kind of lost some of the luster this season. Because so many people wanted to do it. They just couldn't do it like us. <laughs> mm. first, uh, first to win with it right here. <laughs> Good old triple O. 
I did have someone DM me asking how to run the triple option. <laughs> and means... which book would be the best with it. And I'm Well, you quit telling our conversation? Well, definitely. Oh, I thought you were talking about Beard. No. We had those conversations before last season, so. Was it Bear? It was not. Mm. It was actually not a current head coach. Hmm. That narrows it down. So. And it was not me. <laughs> no. Or Beard. Former coaches lounge. Then nobody in the former coaches lounge either. Probably OK State. But they were they were asking some questions about it. Are they an OC? I'll have to go look. Honestly, I can't. I don't think so. I don't even know if this person is a coach in the league. Mighty's not a coach. <laughs> what Mighty? Mm. Well, we may have to soon find out who this mystery triple O person is. <laughs> um, so any any so- shocking coach signings pop up? Um, none that stick out. Well, um, I think the Sackiums Bear connection is going to be interesting. Yeah, that's the only one that I would say would be classified as shocking. So we start talking about coaches and Ted leaves. Did he leave? (laughs) Yes. He couldn't get any, yeah. so he just left. <laughs> Do you think they will butt heads? I don't know if they'll butt heads, but oh, hell, I don't even know. Or is Dick running a dictatorship? Um, I think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a a dictatorship, but I think it'll be close to it. Well, I mean, it should be close. What'd I miss? (laughs) See, like, Ted doesn't run a dictatorship. Ted just lets whoever coaches, and they're like, hey, I'll send Ted's, like, find your own staff. Yep. They finally figured out that he's not, he didn't do as much. (laughs) That's what they were saying. That's kind of like Vegeta and Carr. Vegeta's like, hey, Carr, come play with me. He's like, yeah, okay. Buy all my people's shit. Okay, I'll do that. Sounds like uh, Tulane. Where Aaron just does all the things. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody knows that's not true. <laughs> Aaron can't even get the game on. Oh, I got the game. I just got to update it. I definitely got to update this year, though, because I got to put all the North Dakota stuff on here, and I'm hoping somebody can give me the PS3 format so I don't have to do it by hand. That's not going to God. Cowboys still trying to get CS3 version going. I guess I can. Do they have a Mac version? No. Yes, they do. Do they? I'm pretty sure they posted on on their revamp that Mac wouldn't work. I thought they posted on there recently that they had a Mac version. You can look. I don't think so. Use your work computer. Yeah. I can't do nothing on that thing. We've been hacked twice in the past couple of years, and uh, they held us hostage for Bitcoin a couple of years ago. And 
you can't do it. You can't even watch YouTube videos on that thing anymore. <laughs> but anyway, well, I was surprised to see Copeland go to Baylor. I didn't even see anybody go to Baylor. Is Cowboy still here? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> Nothing to say about that? Yeah, boy, how about your uh, coaching uh, pickups? Well, I'm still working on it. Uh, I picked up Copeland. Uh, yeah, we just him in the past. Uh, he's coming in to be defensive coordinator. Now, he's able to sim, so that's going to help me out, not having to do all that. Like you're going to start much. I'm, I'm not just – I won't have to do as much. And then I, it gives me an extra set of eyes to see what I don't see. <laughs> you will still have to do as much as you're doing now. Yeah. But you just have somebody else to say, hey. I am not uh, – hey, if I got someone else helping me out, my ass is not trying to run 20, 30 sims a week anymore. Mm. Have your kids do it. Cowboy up there trying to run a sim. <laughs> I see San Diego State went with a, a new guy to the league. Who's that? Uh – Player named Jalen Ferguson. I was Pete the Pirate. <laughs> Pete the Pirate. Isn't that y'all's thing? He's behaving more. I'll give yeah. him credit. Isn't that off a of dodgeball? He's making the most of his second chance. Was his name Pete? I don't know. So I was no, because Peter was uh, Vince Vaughn. I swear yeah. there was a Pete the Pirate. Though. There was a pirate, but. That might have been Dave the Pirate or something like that. I can't remember. Oh, now you got me wondering. Let me look it up. Might have, been, might have been Adam Sandler's character. Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler wasn't on Dodgeball. Good God. What the hell? Damn it, Ted. You have so much to learn. Steve the Pirate. Steve the Pirate. That's it. Arg. Steve. Peter. Arg. Peter. And he cuts his hair at the, he cuts his hair at the end. Yeah. Well, if you're not a pirate, who can I spoil all that treasure with? Ah, oh, Peter. <laughs> hey, look, it's Steve the Pirate. Who's Steve the Pirate? They go in, it says our PCS3 is on uh, Mac. Well, there you go. I may be trying to put it on the Mac. It might be easier to do it this way. Aaron ain't know how to do that. So, uh, no. speaking of that, I am still working on uh, North Dakota, but I am getting some help, and I'm going to make sure North Dakota gets done right before the season starts. Sounds good. So, dome and all. Do what? The dome, dome and all. I, I've got some help coming. And he's helping me through everything. And, uh, yeah, hopefully before the season starts, I can release the new patch with North Dakota and new uniforms, possibly in black. All right. You're lucky I showed you then. 
Yeah, otherwise I would have just left it, you know, giving you the green and yellow ones and left that as it is. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. So so that is the other thing. Uh, because the setup we are running, uh, you'll only get three uniforms uh, for now, uh, so you will be without whites. That's okay. <laughs> so for now, anyway, you have green, yellow, and black. Okay. Yellow can be the way. Good with that. Yeah. It's fine with me. I mean, Baylor is the only other one with those colors at this point, right? So. Yeah. Now that ECU is not there, they don't have yellow anymore. So. I got yellow. Yeah, we don't want to see Arizona and absolute yellow on yellow again. I say yours is like <laughs> mustard, so. They want me to pay for this thing. For RPCS3? Yeah, it wants me to put my credit card information. It's like, you will not be charged. And yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, no, don't yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah it brings me. Yeah. Okay, so North Dakota here. State. Uh, so I'll have to just make sure I wear uh, green because uh, you'll be playing uh, at my uh, at my. No, I'm looking at the wrong fucking schedule. Uh, yeah, you'll be playing uh, at my stadium. North Dakota State at Baylor. Yeah. He can wear black. No, or that. We'll figure it out. Yeah. North Dakota State's playing at Arizona State, too. Yeah. You'll choose your uniforms. I think I think Kane's chose our uniforms every game. He chose mine, too. Not every game, but then all Ted would put was whatever, no space, whatever, no space, <laughs> whatever, no space. Then the one time you picked space, Vegeta's going all white. And I had to tell him, I was like, He's going to space, which is like a light gray. Do you want to do something else? <laughs> and that's when he went black. Space well, uniforms are cool looking. They are. I like them. We went uh, black and white on purpose for the national championship. I told um, Smoke that I'm going to make it as easy as possible for him to throw it to the right <laughs> team. So as soon as... um. Vegeta told me he was going a blackout. White was an easy choice. <laughs> or blue. No, no, I wanted it black and white. <laughs> Literally, black and white. All right, wrap this mm. shit up. <laughs> All right, well, now that I'm trying to get revamp downloaded on a Mac and it doesn't like it's going to work. We're going to call it a night. Thank you for the ones who actually do listen. We appreciate your support, and we love you. Good night. <laughs> See you in Season 7. Yeah, that too. <laughs>